Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Lead Well Podcast. My name is Brandon Holland. I'm your host, BW Holland32 on most social media platforms. And here with you today um, with a really cool episode, something I've been looking forward to. Um, a lot of y'all have reached out. And so this is my opportunity to provide value and to help out. Um, I've got my cousin with me, Austin Coble. He runs a very successful podcast, Tea Time with Austin and Friends. And, um, you know, you guys are here with, on my podcast, of course, the Lead Well Podcast Leadership Show. And um, today we're going to talk about how to start a podcast. Uh, a lot of you have reached out, want some coaching, want some advice and all that. So we're going to package this up and give you everything you need to know. Um, but first, we're going to do a quick introduction of my guest, Austin Coble. Austin, welcome to the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for being on. Um, if you could, man, just uh, give our listeners a little bit about yourself before we kind of jump into all the content. You know, who are you? What do you do? Um, what made you start your podcast? Okay. My name is Allison Coble. I work in the school system. I started a podcast um, when we were doing COVID and I wanted to do something different outside the box. So it was just about time to talk about what I want to talk about. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, you know, my podcast was, was birthed through COVID as well. Um, you know, I had the idea sort of, uh, it was a few months, it was probably three or four months before COVID started. So I used, used that time to kind of strategize, record a couple episodes and stuff like that. Um, but had I started my podcast about six months later, like my equipment and everything would look a lot different because, you know, we're in the, in the heat of COVID. Um, so to the listeners, hey, we've got a, a cool outline for you. Um, we're just going to go through um, and we'll make this available in the show notes as well. Um, but first, we're going to talk about planning your podcast. And um, first, I think what you need to do is figure out what your topic is, right? So for me, um, my topic was, was leadership, motivation, um, things that I enjoy listening to, things that I enjoy talking about, things that I enjoy reading about. Um, Austin, how did you get to, to choosing your, your topic? Well, we talk about stuff that happens everyday life and celebrity stuff. So we go on social media and browse and see what everybody's talking about. That's cool. So more of like a, like a CTI kind of thing, like cruise the internet, kind of hot topics. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, so, you know, so to the listeners, hey, so figure out what your podcast is going to be about first, right? Um, and next, you need to name your podcast. Uh, if I were to do this again, I would probably name my podcast something different. Um, I would look at branding from a different standpoint. Um, I, I wasn't well versed on branding when I first started the podcast. And so, uh, you know, my topic is in the name, you know, we talk about leadership most of the time in my podcast, but at the same time with that title, I blocked myself into talking about mostly leadership and personal development type things. Um, had I did this a little bit later, after I knew more about marketing, it would probably be the Brandon Holland show or the B Holland show, or, you know, something like that, something about my brand, that way I'm able to talk about anything I want to talk about. Um, Austin, how did you go with um, go about naming your podcast? Well, first it was Tea Time with Austin. So I was just talking about celebrity stuff. 
the tea, spilling the tea. <laughs> and then when I got my co-host, it became and friend because it was more than just one person. So, and, but it was still my show. <laughs> okay, so did you have um, did you have your your co-host when you started, or that came later? No, I was going by myself, and then I decided to add more people. Okay, that's that's brave, man. So like, I wasn't brave enough to start mine by myself. Like if you go back, like there's only, I've probably done 30 something episodes. And I think I'm by myself on maybe two of them. Um, but I'm going to start doing that a little bit more because that's why people follow me. That's why people listen to me. They, you know, want to hear my content, right? So um, I'm going to start giving that back to them in that way. Um, so Austin, how do you go about um, about setting up your episodes? Do you just pick a topic and you guys start talking about it? Um, or is there a certain format you use? Like, how do you how do you set up an actual episode? Well, first of all, we go and look like on the social media and we pick about maybe 10 topics. Like I'll pick maybe five and other two will pick five that they like. Okay. So then we'll put it on the list and then we'll talk about it from one through ten okay i like that um so how i do mine um is i so mine's more of um there is some conversation into it but we're also trying to be very intentional that we're able to provide information that helps people get better right because they're they listen to my show for leadership and for motivation type stuff so we want to make sure we provide that so i always do you know i do a brief intro you know welcome to the show kind of thing and then i will introduce the guest i will let the guests continue to introduce themselves um, and then we start talking about certain things i don't go by a script um i don't pre-plan any questions or anything because i want the conversation to be pretty natural um every once in a while i may have one or two like burning questions that i won't answer or that my listeners won't answer um but yeah and i try to i've learned that the shorter the episodes are the better that they do from a listener standpoint as well so to you who is trying to start your podcast um you know, especially here at the beginning, people aren't going to listen to hour, two hour episodes um, until you've got some time under your belt. Uh, so I try to keep my episodes less than 30 minutes. We normally shoot for about 20, 25 minutes. Um, when I start to do them on my own, they'll only be about five minutes, something people can listen to, to get motivation um, on their way to work or on the way to the gym or something like that. So um, Austin, did you have anything else to add on that as far as episode setup goes? Well, I feel like for us, it's longer because it's three people talking and it's more topics that we're talking about. So everybody's trying to talk at one time. <laughs> yeah. And see, and yours is more for entertainment too. People are going to listen to entertainment longer than they'll listen to something for personal development. So, um, that's very, you know, it's still good to have it that way. I agree. Um, so next, after you've got, um, after you've got your topic and you've got your name, now we need to look at branding. So now you need a logo. And so you, one thing you need to realize is where are people going to see your logo? They're going to see your logo on social media. They're going to see your logo on podcast apps and things like that. So you got to keep in mind when people see your logo, 
when you're designing it, it's going to be as big as your computer screen or as big as the screen on your phone. But when people look at it, it's only going to be about, you know, about three quarters of an inch or half an inch big because it's going to be on those list of podcasts or those list of episodes or that tiny icon on YouTube. Or even if you make it, um, you know, your profile picture is going to be extremely small. So you want to make sure that it's um, it's done in a way where it's very legible on all platforms um, and make sure that it's very distinct. Um, I also uh, link my podcast to my website. Um, Austin, do you, um, how did you come about designing your, your logo? Well, somebody designed ours. It was um, a lady that we knew, she designed it, and then she put all of us in the picture. <laughs> I like that. It's like just with a cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have, I, have a, I have one that I haven't used yet that I created a few months ago. And it's actually got my picture on it. Um, I think it's like, I think it's like, I think it's like half of my face. Um, and it's pretty cool. And I, I should probably use it soon so that people see me when they're looking for my podcast. Um, but yeah, so, you know, if it can go, it's really your preference. If you want a picture of you on it, do that. If not, make sure, you know, the words are spaced out enough that they're legible in very small formats. Um, and so, Austin, do you run a website with yours? I don't. I run my through like my social media. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a, a standalone website for mine. I just I link it to my coaching website. Um, but so let's talk a little bit about um, about your social media. So how do you um, how do you let your let let your listeners know that you have a new episode out from a social media standpoint? Well, every. Thursday or the day before Thursday, when we post our podcast, we post like little clips on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We don't do Twitter as much, but we do post on there. And then when we post the episode, we post the links and stuff onto the website stories and Facebook pages and stuff. Okay. So um, that's one thing, one thing that um, I do also, um, I think most podcasters, you always do it like a teaser and then, you know, let them know when the episode is out and then use the next few days to keep reminding them that the episode is out. Um, and, you know, I don't want to get too deep into this because we'll touch a lot more on marketing uh, at the end. Um, so if you've listened with us for this far, uh, keep in mind that at the end of this, we're going to go in deep on marketing your podcast and how you should market um, your content and things like that. Uh, next up, let's talk about equipment. Um, you will need a microphone. Um, I'm not going to use this opportunity to recommend um, any specific equipment. I, however, use the, uh, the Shure SM7B. Um, most of your bigger podcasts use this type of microphone. Um, and that's actually why I got it because I saw the professionals using it. Um, however, like I said earlier, had I started this podcast about six months later, my equipment would look totally different. Um, this is more of a, of a studio type setup that allows me to be mobile um, rather than um, something that's more convenient for being virtual. Uh, so <clears throat> uh, I use this microphone. Um, there are a lot of podcasting type microphones out there that plug straight into your laptop. Um, and there is actually a 
um, a laptop version of the microphone that I'm using. Austin, do you use a microphone for yours or how do you guys go about recording? I use a microphone and um, the other two don't, but but I use a microphone. I plug it into my phone or my laptop. Okay. It's not really an expensive microphone, but it works. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't have to break the bank on this either. Um, it doesn't, doesn't have to be anything expensive. Um, but so after you've picked out a microphone, I would highly recommend headphones. Um, some people like to use the sound from their, uh, from their laptop and kind of don't want to feel, you know, like they've got something on them all the time. Um, but it's going to give you the best quality of what your listeners are listening to. Um, because where are they going to listen to your podcast with headphones in or either in the car? Um, that's where 80% of people listen to podcasts. Um, and then, you know, the, the rare chance that somebody is, you know, playing it at work or something like that, when you have like desktop speakers and stuff like that, you still want to make sure the quality is good enough for, um, you know, for the listeners to, you know, to hear, you know, continue to hear clearly your message and the things that you're trying to, trying to, um, you know, trying to put out. Um, also, yeah, like we just touched on, you need a laptop. Um, you need to be able to kind of, to kind of move around. You don't want to be locked into, um, to one location, um, and stuff like that. Um, I use, uh, an Apple, uh, MacBook pro, uh, this will work with any laptop. Um, most of these platforms are online, they're web-based. Um, and all that kind of stuff. Austin, you use a laptop as well? Yeah, I use a laptop. I have a Chromebook that I use. I like Chromebooks. Okay. And, um, yeah. All right. Um, so after you've got your laptop, so some people, some people differ on this. Um, I like to do video with my podcast. Um, I noticed there for a little while up front, I wasn't getting uh, I wasn't getting the the traction that I needed to gain the listeners that I wanted, um, and so you know, people started asking, "Hey, are you putting it on YouTube?" or "Hey, I hadn't seen anything about the podcast," and I'm like, "You guys are supposed to listen to the podcast, not like you know seeing the podcast." And that's also how I know when people aren't listening to the podcast when they say, "I saw you on the podcast," like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> You saw 30 seconds that I put on social media. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, um, I use the camera that's on my laptop. I also have a, uh, a GoPro that I used to use. Um, and when I, you know, when I started doing virtual, I stopped using the, the GoPro obviously. Um, but it was a little awkward when I was using the GoPro because, um, you know, I had a camera facing me. And then I would have a guest like on the other side of the table and I would have a camera facing them. And then I'm just like, man, this is, it's just a bit much. And you need a memory card for everything. You got to make sure everything's charged up and it just got to be too much. And so now I use the video from, um, from, you know, the zoom recordings that I use. And I just started using um, Riverside, which is, is a different platform that will allow you to manipulate the videos in a different way. Uh, so that you can tailor them to specific social media platforms. Um, so, you know, so touching on the, the camera and then, you know, how I was using Zoom and then moved over to, uh, to Riverside, 
speaking of that, you're going to need a platform to disperse your podcast, right? Um, so um, next we will talk about recording. And so the software that I'm using is just through Riverside right now. Before this, I used a soundboard. Um, I would plug my laptop or either the microphones directly into the soundboard. And I'm, I'm still running things through the soundboard now so that I have a backup. But what this does, it, it gives me a little bit better quality. Um, it was a little bit you know, more expensive than, than I would have liked. Um, however, you know, at the time, I was doing another show with three other people. And so I needed four mics. I needed four mic inputs and an extra input in case we needed sounds and stuff like that. Um, so I you know, went from a soundboard to going virtually. Um, so that's, that's where we're at now. And I think I'm, I want to keep it this way. It's just easier. Um, from a scheduling standpoint, um, you know, I don't have to travel as much anymore. I mean, I was having to go to Charlotte and ECU to record these things and all kinds of stuff. Um, so, uh, Austin, what do you use? How do you use to, um, how do you record? Do you record directly into a platform and then have that platform publish or how do you do it? Yeah. Okay. What do you use? Anchor, um, website. I love Anchor. Yeah. It's pretty reasonable. So we, um, it's not going to give me the hassle and then I just record and then upload it. Okay. Yeah. Anchor is very good. I've recorded directly into Anchor before and I've recorded in the soundboard and put it into Anchor. And, you know, in 30 minutes, Anchor's got it, got it on Apple, Spotify, Google, everywhere podcasts are available. Um, Anchor will push it out yeah. for you. I like Anchor because it's free. So um uh so next let's talk about um let's talk about you know we talked a little bit about the the publishing piece but before we've gotten there um we need to do a, we need to do a couple things and that's your episode title and scheduling the show and doing show notes um so austin how do you go about deciding your title and and what goes in your show notes well the title we just decide what we talk about the most or who we talk about the most. <laughs> okay. It's the name of our title. All right. Um, so how do you how do you decide what goes in the in the show notes? Um, just like oh, just like whatever we discuss, we let make sure we list everything that we're talking about so you won't miss nothing. Okay. Because you might see something on it that you want to hear later on in the episode. Got you. All right. So what I do is I, um, when I look at my episode title, so I always include, you know, I always, always have a guest. And so I'll include their name uh, in the title. And then how I go about choosing the title is I'll go through and pick, actually pick out something that they said and make that the title. And so it's like very specific to the guest. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I go back and listen and I try to only do it once, um, but I will go back and listen, try to pull out bullet points that I can kind of list so that if somebody is searching for, um, you know, best hiring practices, they, you know, it's in my show notes that, hey, we talked about hiring practices on here. Or if, I, you know, talk about, um, you know, somebody talk about leading volunteers or something like that, I'll put that bullet point in the show notes. And so 
I don't want to, I used to have a person who did the show notes for me and that got expensive. Um, so I would just, I would email my podcast to somebody on Fiverr and uh, they would, you know, do the show notes in a day and kick it all back to me. I would just copy and paste and move it over. And I'm just like, man, I don't want the entire conversation in the show notes. So I just took that opportunity to simplify it um, and stop paying for it, first of all. Um, and I'm like, you know, I can do this myself. And so, you know, I had to find a balance of like, what should I be paying for and what should I be doing myself? Um, and so I think that's just a little bit better way um, to do that. Um, so how do you go about scheduling your podcast? Well, we should, well, we record our podcast every Thursday because that's when most of us are free and we just record it on that day, later that day. Do you upload immediately or do you, because um, you got to keep up with current events. So are you uploading immediately or you, um, you, you know, sitting on it for a day or two? No, we uploaded immediately after I finished editing. <laughs> okay. So it don't, it don't really take that long to edit. I just upload it after the fact. Okay. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. I don't edit mine at all. How do you go about editing your, your episodes? Well, in the Anchor app, it has like way where you can delete stuff, take out stuff, or it makes stuff smaller. So a lot of stuff we're talking at the beginning before we press record, but and it's recording it. So we have to delete all of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got you. All right. Um, so how I go about uh about scheduling mine, so I'll record mine and I may not put it out for for a month. Um Therefore, while, you know, I would record, you know, three or four episodes a week and then not have to record anything for a month. Um, and so, but what that, what that did was sometimes there's some timely stuff like a current event that you're discussing by the time you release the episode, it's not a current event anymore and people have forgotten about it. Um, right. So I've shortened that time period. Um, I may sit on, on an episode for a, a week or two. Um, but typically not any longer than that. But I try to, you know, always have one in the bank in case I can't, uh, I can't release one or I can't, don't have time to record one in the next week or so. I've always got one in the bank that I can just upload. Um, so I try to at least stay one episode ahead of where I actually want to be. Um, anything else on the, on the publishing side, Austin, anything else for the listeners? So you go back and listen and review it, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of value in that. Um, there was a time, you know, when I was doing a different show um, and I had put one out and I didn't go listen to it. And when I went back and listened to it, there was one person who um, just wasn't used to using a microphone. And they were on the couch and I didn't catch it while we were recording, but they were sitting all the way back on the couch. And I guess they assumed because they could hear it in their headphones, they assumed the mic was picking them up. Um, but what you're hearing in your headphones and what's going through that board is completely different because they both have individual volumes. Um, so always test your volumes, always test an episode um, when you first get your stuff set up and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, so, you know, for y'all looking to start a podcast, this is how you do it. 
Um, for you guys interested in podcast marketing, um, we've got a lot of information for you and we're going to give it to you now. Um, so first of all, with um, podcast promotion, marketing, anything like that, um, the advice I was given is the actual thing you're doing doesn't matter. You should be operating like a media company. You should be pushing information out. Um, and so uh, one piece of advice that I got early on from, uh, from a podcaster was um, this guy, he did a podcast. Once he recorded, he would do um, a promotional teaser about three days before. And then he would do another one the day before. And then the day the episode comes out, he does, you know, a promotional post, you know, promoting the actual episode is out now, it's available, go listen to it, whatever. Um, but then he took a few days after that, you know, about three days later, he would do another promotional post and about three days later, another promotional post. Um, and, you know, those were typically, you know, clips from the podcast. Um, and so what I've tried to do is I try to notify my followers before the podcast comes out, when it comes out and after it comes out, but after it comes out, I do things a little bit differently. Um, Austin, how do you go about, um, about your, um, your promotion from, from social media? I know we talked a little bit about earlier. Is there any other strategies that you were taught that you maybe changed or anything that you've learned that you use? promote as much as possible. Okay. I mean, because you got to make sure people know that your stuff is coming out. Somebody might not be on Facebook or Instagram that day where they see what you posted. So you got to keep reminding them. So I always try to share, at least in my story, all every day. Every day. Okay. I like that. I should probably start doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely need to start doing that at least in my story and posting a link or something like that, making it easier for them to, for them to find it. Um, yeah. The other side, you know, that we kind of, kind of touched on before is camera versus no camera. Um, so I, I use a camera with mine. Um, I only use one. I don't, I'm not, I don't have like one of these fancy systems where I just have different camera angles and stuff like that. So, um, but Austin, you don't use a camera, you're audio only. Um, so how do you, how do you do your marketing from an audio only standpoint? Um, I just try to tell the listeners to follow and go to Facebook and go to Instagram to, to get notifications. And then all from there, I share it to my stories and stuff, but I kind of like the no video thing because it's like a radio experience. Yeah, I like that. And it, it's, it's, you know, it's it's very possible to, to be really successful that way. Um, the reason that I did video um, was because early on, I had some like pretty high profile guests, um, some like almost celebrity type guests or some people that have done like some really, really cool stuff. And I wanted people to see them, um, you know, see that I'm actually with this person and, you know, uh, and that sort of thing. And so, from a one camera standpoint, um, it's a very boring setup, okay? And when people started asking me to put this stuff on YouTube, they weren't watching it on YouTube. Why weren't they watching it? Because it's a one camera setup and it's a pretty boring setup. Um, so how do you get past that? There is a way. 
Um, and so I, I learned this recently um, from some marketing folks. Um, so if you're like me and you only have one camera, the best way to do, um, to do your marketing and your promotion is to take your, take your long form, take your episode and chop it up into very small clips. And this gets you ready for uh, Instagram videos, it gets you ready for reels, it gets you ready for your YouTube shorts, all those things that you see scrolling through your phone, this puts you in, in that avenue, even if you only have one camera. So nobody's gonna sit here and listen to me at the same, you know, at the same viewpoint and you know, not switching camera angles because it's pretty boring. Nobody's going to sit here for you know ten minutes watching me talk about the same thing. So if I can make those videos shorter, I can ke I can keep their attention. And so every time they see this, they see that I'm you know whenever you see this and you see this background, you know I'm talking about something important. You know I'm not going to keep you long. And so what I the opportunity there is take the short form to funnel them to the long form, right? And so for more information like this, click the link for the full episode or, um, you know, for, you know, to join the discussion, you know, follow us here, stuff like that. And so <clears throat> that gets the traffic to the long episode. And that also creates social media posts for me that I don't have to put a ton of work into. Content already exists. I can go through, pick out, five, 10, 30 seconds, maybe a minute sometimes. Um, and I have those posts and you can put those up, you know, four or five days in a row. And it's always, it's going to be fresh content. But if you record a podcast episode for 20 minutes, you've probably got 10, 15 minutes of good, you know, good quality content that you could chop up for, for social media. Um, so that, you know, that's just one of the things that I've learned. Um, I've also learned um, that, you know, don't, don't try to go through your phone for your audience. Most of the people in your contact list are not the people that are going to be listening to your podcast. And so how do you get them there? You get them there by creative YouTube titles on your YouTube shorts. If you do post um, post a video on YouTube, make sure that you have your hashtags or your topics like in the um, in the descriptions, so that when somebody is looking for that type of topic, your video pops up or your shorts pop up, and so they're able to kind of you know kind of follow you that way, and it introduces you to them um, in a short form. And then again, like we say, it funnels them to the long form. Um, Austin, you have anything to add? No, I agree with the, I do use hashtags a lot in my Instagram posts. Whatever my topics are about, we hashtag that. That way they can click on that and find the video. Yeah. Or the, it's posted. Yeah, that's important because that connects you to, to the rest of, rest of that type of content. And so, you know, if somebody is, already on your page or, you know, already seeing your posts, then you've introduced them to that world of, of, of that content. Um, so it really works out really well that way to kind of keep them involved and stuff like that. Um, also, like my best audience is probably on LinkedIn um, because I talk about things like professional development, um, leadership, 
um, personal development. I have a lot of business folks on my podcast. And so, um, you know, while I have, you know, a couple thousand followers on Instagram and maybe a thousand on LinkedIn, I actually get more traction and, um, you know, more interaction with people on LinkedIn. Um, and, you know, a lot of times I don't know, you know, when people are listening to, to the episode, I was, after I hit like a thousand listeners, I just quit checking the numbers. Um, do you keep up with your analytics or anything like that? Yeah, like this is fun for me and like the numbers don't really matter and it's helping people. So like, I don't really care, you know? Right, yeah, that's how I feel. And I also say know your audience. Okay. Like if, like if I talk about celebrities and stuff, so if I was to talk about something different, I didn't want to lose um, viewers from talking about something different, but they know I want to talk about celebrities. I like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and you know, that's why, like when I was talking at the beginning about choosing a, a good title, your title doesn't box you in to, to, you know, one type of celebrity or one, you know, one type of thing that's happening. Right. Um, you know, you can talk about any and all current events that are going on. And so, you know, mine is very limited to, to leadership and development and stuff like that. Um, so I, I really enjoy the way that you that you've done yours and how you, how you handle your show too. Um, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to the listeners, um, hey, this has been um, a really cool episode. We hope that you've gotten a lot of value from it. Austin, do you have anything else uh, before we go? Also, how can our listeners find you? How can they keep up with you? Where can they find your podcast? Um, my podcast is Tea Time with Austin and Friends on all podcast platforms. Uh, social media is Tea Time with Austin on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Awesome. So anything anything else before we go? I just want to say thank you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we'll have to figure out what to talk about next and, and, and make it happen. Uh, thanks for being on. Um, to you guys, the listeners, thank you guys so much for rocking with us for as long as you have. Uh, we greatly appreciate you. We appreciate your time. Uh, and, you know, take this gift. If you know anybody wanting to spread to start a podcast, spread the word um, and share the show. If we did good, um, we just ask that we exchange value. You know, we provide value to you. If you could provide some to us and just share the show with one person. But anyways, until next time, thank you all so much for listening.